Hey, it's Gabe. I want to recommend a podcast I think you'll enjoy called What Could Go Right. On What Could Go Right, the hosts, Progress Network founder Zachary Carabell and Executive Director Emma Varva-Lucas, sit down with expert guests to discuss the world's most pressing issues. They look back at how far society has come and look forward to what it will take to achieve a brighter future. If you're looking for a weekly dose of optimistic ideas from smart people, listen to What Could Go Right wherever you get your podcasts. If your business needs a new application, then developers will have to write code, a lot of code. If an application needs to be modernized, then you'll need time, resources, and caffeine. If that sounds daunting, then you need Watson X Code Assistant, AI designed to multiply developer productivity so you can generate code quickly. Let's create a more modern foundation for business with Watson X Code Assistant. Learn more at ibm.com slash codeassistant. IBM. Let's create. This Father's Day, the Home Depot has the perfect gift to help dad be everything he can be. Because your dad is more than just a dad. He's the groundskeeper of the yard, the perfecter of the patio, and the cleaner of the clippings. This Father's Day, power dad's doing with the convenience and gas-like power of Milwaukee cordless outdoor tools from the Home Depot. Plus, get up to $150 off select Milwaukee tools. Find the perfect Father's Day gift at the Home Depot. How doers get more done. Shop for Father's Day now in stores or online at homedepot.com. When you buy Kroger brand products, you feel like you're winning. That's because they offer proven quality at lower than low prices. In fact, we guarantee that you and your family will love how Kroger brand products taste. Or you get your money back. So next time you're shopping for the family, look for delicious Kroger brand products. Because they'll make you all feel like you're winning. Shop now, in-store, or online. Kroger. Fresh for everyone. This Day in History class is a production of iHeartRadio. Hello, and welcome to This Day in History class, a show that tallies the wins and losses of everyday history. I'm Gabe Luzier, and today we're looking at a key victory in the Anglo-Spanish War, one that helped establish England as a world power and that forever changed the shape of naval warfare. The day was July 29, 1588. The Spanish Armada was defeated by an English naval force off the coast of Gravelines, France. Two months earlier, King Philip II of Spain had dispatched his sizable fleet as part of a plan to invade and conquer England. Things went awry when bad weather forced the Armada back to Spain, giving England plenty of time to prepare for the impending attack. When the Spanish fleet was finally sighted off the coast of Cornwall on July 19th, they were greeted by a heavily armed English navy, led by Lord Charles Howard and Sir Francis Drake. Two days later, they began bombarding the Spanish ships from a distance, eventually chasing them up the English Channel to the coast of Calais, France. It was there that the English pressed their advantage by launching a surprise attack in the early hours of July 29th. The battle lasted eight hours, but when the smoke cleared, England stood victorious, and the Spanish Armada, once thought invincible, was forced to retreat in shame. Spain had been on much friendlier terms with England during the reign of Queen Mary I. For starters, she was married to Spain's King Philip II, 
but more importantly, to Spain at least, Mary had restored Catholicism to her otherwise Protestant country. She spilled a lot of blood in pursuit of that goal, though, prompting many of her own subjects to dub her Bloody Mary. Her brutal reign ended with her death in 1558, and she was succeeded by her younger half-sister, Elizabeth I. Although King Philip was technically her brother-in-law, he still extended a marriage offer to the new queen, though understandably she refused. And just in case that rejection didn't sting badly enough, Elizabeth also reimposed Protestantism in England. Philip considered this heresy, and relations between Spain and England soured quickly from there. Three decades later, war still hadn't been formally declared, but Philip was ready to attack all the same. By that time, English raids had become a serious hindrance to his country's trade, and if that weren't bad enough, England was also jeopardizing Spain's foothold in the Netherlands. Protestant Dutch rebels had begun to fight back against Spanish occupation, and Queen Elizabeth offered support to that rebellion. Fed up with England's interference, King Philip began building a vast fleet of ships and making preparations to launch a full-scale invasion. He was supported in this effort by Pope Sixtus V, who hoped to restore Catholicism and the power of Rome to England. The Spanish Armada was completed by the fall of 1587, but its departure had to be delayed until the following year, after Sir Francis Drake led a crippling raid on the fleet's supplies. It was an infuriating setback, one that only stoked Spain's resolve for the invasion. At last, on May 19, 1588, the 130-ship Spanish fleet set sail from Lisbon, Portugal. It was armed with 2,500 guns and carried roughly 28,000 soldiers and crew. The plan was to seize control of Flanders on the border of the English Channel and then ferry troops across to the Kent coast to launch an overland assault on London. Unfortunately for the Spanish, the weather didn't cooperate. Powerful storms routed the fleet back to Spain, and they weren't able to set out again for several weeks. By the time they finally reached the southern coast of England on July 19th, the English Navy was ready for them. The English fleet was composed of about 200 ships and was commanded by Lord Charles Howard aboard the Ark Royal and by Sir Francis Drake aboard the Revenge. The commanders lit beacons to alert their countrymen to the seven-mile-long line of ships headed their way, and once the Armada had sailed a little closer, they began firing their long-range heavy guns to halt the advance. Over the next few days, a handful of Spanish ships were sunk by the cannon fire, but the majority continued to push their way up the English Channel, pursued all the while by Howard's fleet. After about a week of minor skirmishes, the Armada anchored in the harbor of Calais, France, to wait for reinforcements from the Spanish Netherlands. The invasion was beginning to look like a lost cause, though. Even if the extra troops were able to reach the Spanish ships before the British caught up with them, they hadn't secured the English Channel which meant safely crossing to England was virtually impossible. The Spanish fleet was slower and less heavily armed than their opponents. That's largely because Spain was still taking a traditional approach to naval warfare, preferring to attack by sailing up alongside an enemy vessel, boarding it, and then seizing control through close-quarter combat. The Spanish infantry was well-trained in this offensive tactic, 
And if the British hadn't kept them at bay with their long-range fire, they likely would have gotten the upper hand. It was in England's best interest then to not give Spain the opening to launch that kind of boarding attack. And so, shortly after midnight on July 29th, 1588, the English decided to take advantage of their enemy's exposed position. They took eight of their oldest ships, loaded them with anything and everything that would burn, and then directed the burning ships straight toward the harbor at Calais. The sight of the flaming ships sparked a panic among the Spanish. They immediately cut their anchors and sailed out to sea, completely breaking their defensive formation in the process. At dawn, the English caught up to the splintered armada off the coast of Graveline and began bombarding them with cannon fire all over again. Eight hours later, and the Spanish were finally ready to call it quits. Their invasion of England had been a total bust, and their trip back to Spain wouldn't be any easier. The fastest route to Spain was blocked by the British, so the Armada had to retreat up toward the North Sea instead. From there, they hoped to take the long way home by sailing around Scotland and Ireland. That arduous journey wound up taking the better part of three months, and along the way, the Spanish fleet was decimated both by storms and by a lack of vital supplies. In the end, Spain lost half of its 130-ship fleet in its failed invasion, along with more than 15,000 men. It was a decisive victory for Queen Elizabeth I, for England, and for the Protestant faith. The Battle of Graveline also marked a turning point in naval warfare, putting an end to the old method of boarding and taking over ships in favor of just blasting them out of the water from long range. That shift in tactics cast doubt on Spain's ambitions for world conquest, clearing the path for the British to give it a try themselves. I'm Gabe Luzier, and hopefully you now know a little more about history today than you did yesterday. If you have a second and you're so inclined, consider following us on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram at TDIHCshow. And if you have any feedback you'd like to share, feel free to send it my way at thisday at iheartmedia.com. Thanks to Chandler Mays for producing the show, and thank you for listening. I'll see you back here again soon for another day in history class. Have you ever wondered what it would be like to have supervision, enhanced hearing, extraordinary reflexes, to be, dare we say, superhuman? Well, Roku's new Pro Series TV can't do any of that for you. But with a 4K screen, side-firing speakers, and a blazing fast refresh rate, it'll sure feel like it. Elevate your entertainment using all your favorite apps like iHeart and play all your music, radio, and podcasts with the new Roku Pro Series. Your senses aren't better. Your TV is. A collision between a Chinese jet and an American spy plane. He came and rammed into our left wing. With relations increasingly strained, what are the chances of things spinning out of control? The Western world was asleep. I'm Gordon Carrera. I'll be exploring the friction in this most important of relationships and asking, has the West taken its eye off the ball? You cannot ignore China. From BBC Radio 4, this is Shadow War, China and the West. Listen wherever you get your podcasts. This is Malcolm Gladwell from Revisionist History. eBay Motors is here for the ride. 
With some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Brake kits, LED headlights, whatever you need, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus, at these prices, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. Zumo Play is your destination for endless entertainment. With a diverse lineup of 350-plus live channels, movies, and full TV series, you'll easily find something to watch right away. And the best part? It's all free. Love music? Get lost in the 90s with iHeart 90s. Dance away with hip-hop beats and more on the iHeart Radio music channels. No logins, no signups, no accounts, no hassle. So what are you waiting for? Start streaming at play.xumo.com or download from the app and Google Play stores today. All you can stream with Zumo Play.